Welcome to Your Journey to Greatness Through Routine, a podcast designed to help you build a success routine. My name is Michelle Steffes, and I'm author of the book, and I'm excited to come to you today with more insights and ideas to accomplish your success routine, because it's not the big things we do, but the little things we do every day that make the biggest difference. So let's get on with the podcast. Welcome back to the show as we continue this discussion and this interesting topic of signs and solutions of unworthiness. So many of us suffer from parts of unworthiness in our lives, depending on what types of exposure we've had to either relationships or events or situations and circumstances that we've gotten ourselves into or things that we couldn't prevent at all. Just a feeling of unworthiness maybe from our earliest years uh, in this world. And so they can come from a multitude of reasons and I've really laid a great foundation to that so far. So if you miss any of this uh, series, I would encourage you to go back and listen so that you can catch up with us. And I asked a series of questions at the very beginning, uh, the last part of the first episode and then that entire second episode we asked a lot of questions to uh, help you kind of assess whether or not you are suffering from some sort of unworthiness or feelings of unworthiness and I, and I want to mention to you that you know when it comes to unworthiness it is going to bleed into multiple parts of your life whether you realize it or not okay you might think ah, I don't have an issue with that that ship has sailed years ago I don't have a problem with it but it does bleed into multiple facets of your personality and it can be felt by those around you, whether you realize it or not. So this is definitely something that we all need to assess and work on. Well, I want to continue on some of these pointers um, that have to do with the feelings of abandonment or rejection. And we got through the first three yesterday. Um, so let's get into the fourth one now. And, and actually, this is kind of the uh, dovetailing into those first three, um, or rather from those first three, I should say. Um, and it's about relationships, okay? So yesterday, you know, we touched on, you know, understanding that, you know, we may attach too quickly. Um, we may move on too quickly from relationship to relationship. And we may be a people pleaser or a partner pleaser. So now... Um, I want to talk about settling, okay? A lot of times we just decide to settle and to stay in a relationship that is very unhealthy. Now, I am not by any means condoning divorce. That's not my point, okay? That's something that is uh, not my my forte. I don't necessarily talk about that with my clients that much. I do know somebody that would be great to speak to on that level. Um, if you need a recommendation, let me know. I'll certainly give you her contact information. That's her expertise, but... I'm speaking of unhealthy relationships in general. So it may be friendships. It may be a, a, a dating relationship. It, it may be a, a, a other relationships, maybe even working relationships that, um, you know, I know a, a particular, a couple of people that I've, that I've um, spent time with that had to get out of a partnership because it was very, very toxic and unhealthy. So sometimes we, from our feelings of unworthiness and rejection and abandonment, tend to, to stick, decide to stick with it, even though we know it's not good for us. Deep down, we know that. But we stuff it down and stuff it down and stuff it down. And we ignore those thoughts, no matter what. Even if that partner or that person is lying, cheating, or abusing you in some way. And, and you're, you just you keep justifying it. You keep reasoning yourself out of it. Well, a recent set of studies found that people who were afraid of being single 
uh, or just being rejected or abandoned or having to sever that relationship. Um, uh, they, they say statements like, I feel it is close to being too late for me to find the love of my life. Or they say things like, as I get older, it will be harder and harder to find someone, so I might as well stick with what I have. Um, but here's the thing. In a longitudinal study, those who feared being signal were less likely to end a dissatisfying relationship. And in a mock online dating study, such individuals were more likely to express interest in dating someone whose online profile included statements like, I love what I do, so I need someone who respects that and is willing to take the back seat when necessary. So in other words, you're looking for more dissatisfaction for, for more abuse, okay? Um, you tend to to lower your standards for the sake of somebody else thinking that you couldn't do any better when that's not true and you've only accepted that lie within yourself from whatever reason. Again, it could have been your fault, could not have been your fault. But researchers found that, that the fearfulness of these people in the study in bad relationships were just as depressed and lonely as fearful participants who were single. So in other words, you got two people who are really both suffering inside and feeling unworthy. And that can be a very toxic, toxic mess because now you're both going to be claw trying to claw your way to the top eventually, okay, maybe not at the beginning of the relationship, trying to, you know, be worthy or find some kind of worthiness in each other when you're both in the same struggle. Okay, so this is really unhealthy. Next um, uh, point on this particular issue is, you know, that, that we need to, to realize that singles are inaccurately assumed to be immature, maladjusted, and selfish, and they even face certain forms of discrimination. But the fact of the matter is that they just need someone to come alongside of them and encourage them and build their conf confidence levels back up to give them a feeling of self-worth. And this does not mean that they can't do it on their own if they make the right moves and have the right routine and the right things in place. But sometimes getting that extra help can really make a difference and pu push them forward. So that could be a, a therapist. It could be a counselor. It could be a, a coach such as myself. It could be a, a friend of the family or a family member. Don't hesitate to reach out for help if you feel you need it. Because staying and settling is not the answer. And, and some of these other things we've talked about are, are only going to just send you right back down the same road again. So we want to make sure that we assess all these things. Well, we are out of time for today. I will come back tomorrow. I do have uh, a couple more, well, a few more points here that I want to make on this level. And then we're going to get into solutions for you. So we're covering the signs. We're talking about the, the major things to look for, the major issues, especially with abandonment and rejection is where our main focus is right now. We have a lot more to cover. So this is Michelle Steffes, your journey to greatness and routine, encouraging you to keep reaching higher and never give up on believing in yourself and, and allowing yourself to become the person that you were created to be. Thank you for joining me.